Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Wednesday and it's raining its ass off. This is effing I'm doing a podcast, y'all. This is Curtis, Wakanda's MCU horror movie film geek revi- uh, advisor. And uh, today's uh, day is a, a nice mental health day. I uh, hope uh, you all enjoy your sleep and get to start your day off right with no bullshit involved. I was happy I was happy to say that it was a nice mental health day. Uh, I had therapy earlier in the week, a few days ago anyway, and I learned some good therapy lessons and good practices that I'm following along. And therapy has been great. I'm not gonna lie, it's been it's been wonderful with that. Uh, therapy has uh, been been eye-opening in a lot of ways I highly suggest everybody if you can't afford the insurance uh, take some therapy it's helpful it's helpful uh, for me it was kind of tough because I wasn't sure what kind of uh, therapist would help me I didn't I didn't have a I had my prescribed therapist and I and I see people online just talking about therapy and they go, oh yeah, my black therapist and yeah, yeah, yeah. My therapist is a nice white lady who has some good uh, things to say, you know, and everything. I, 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 I enjoy her work and everything. And it, sometimes I feel like I'm the only black guy that has been her therapist. But, uh, I uh, I dig it. She's awesome, and I don't say too much. You know, at the end of the day, I just kind of do my therapy session with her, and I maybe comment about the weather real quick, and then I'm out the door. So hey, but this episode is not going to be about therapy. Well, it's kind of like film therapy, horror movie therapy. You know, because I'm a horror movie guy, and I love horror movies, and I. If they, I have I take great comfort in watching them and I take great comfort in watching a horror movie Jason Voorhees going town on something and everything that's my therapy you know and so I uh, I'm talking about speaking of Jason I'm talking about Friday the 13th uh, Friday the 13th thir- is uh, this Friday and I'm going to probably uh give a little spoiler review of a film that I saw years ago that's probably my favorite. Well, it is my favorite of the entire franchise of Friday the 13th, and that is Jason Lives. But today, I'm going to ease into the whole Friday the 13th thing for y'all on this episode. We're going to talk about the franchise, Friday the 13th, and... I'm not going to go into detail how clustered it is because it really is clustered. Uh, if you're wondering why you haven't seen a new Friday 13 movie since 2009, since the remake, that's because it's been tied up in legal shit for a long fucking time. Only last year was it finally getting to some point where legal shit wasn't getting in the way and possibility of 
telling a story in the Friday 13th universe was a possibility. And with that, a lot of hopeful uh, ideas came from horror fans who love Friday 13th. They're wondering who's gonna, what's it, what's it gonna be about if they ever do it again. But there still is a lot of shit they have to go through and still reel and wriggle around. Uh, we can see video games about Friday 13th. And we can see fan films about Friday 13th, but we can't see a film. In my opinion, I like, out of the, all the killers, uh, slasher, slasher, movie slashers basically, Michael is my boy. But, and I do mean this in a big but, uh, Jason is the one with the best franchise. Now you're saying the best franchise. All it is is a bunch of murdering teens and uh, Jason comes to town and there's nothing else. Well, sometimes you want something that's simple. There has He doesn't have to do a whole lot of mysticism. There doesn't have to be a cult of Jason Voorhees. It doesn't have to be some bullshit teenager beating his ass up in a in a in a, in a, in a uh, sewer and taking his mask and running off like a little bitch. My opinion. There doesn't have to be that. The stories are simple. He was a little boy. He drowned in the water. His mother saw him drowning. Found out he drowned. And found out these teenagers were having sex in a cabin and didn't and ignored him basically. And poor Jason, you know, he survived, but his mom didn't know. And he got to watch his mother get tapicated by a killer. It's fucked up. Smooth off. And he just snapped. And because of that, uh, Jason, you know, he did his thing. The story about the whole entire franchise, though, from top to bottom, has has a lot of good things going with it. Uh, I like two a lot. Uh, Amy still was the survivor girl, a survivor woman, in that film. I like that one a lot. I was surprised rewatching uh, two. I watched I rewatched two, three, and four, and five uh, over the past couple of days, and I didn't know that. There was a brother in two. He doesn't do anything. He goes to the uh, local bar with a bunch of other campers in the middle of the film, and he avoids getting murked. Him and this one dude that was the practical joker of the group stayed along with a few other campers. At least six of them avoided Jason in that one. I was like, damn. Why couldn't we... Is, where's that missing story? You know, the brother that, that missed it, getting murdered by Jason. But uh, that was weird. That was surprising. Three is when he gets the hockey mask. And I was always curious about why he kept the hockey mask. They never answered it, but I was always curious about that. I mean, the bag was kind of in the way. I mean in a lot of ways. I mean, theoretically, Jason couldn't really function with a big old bag over his head. You know, they could run off pretty fast. I mean, still, 
And they still got a hold of him pretty good. Her character, Jenny, got a hold of him pretty good in that movie, for that for that matter. But uh, for, for a lot of the ways, four is a great one. The final chapter. And I, I, I love streaming these movies because the title pages for I-13, I'm not going to lie, are long as fuck. And I don't want to sit through the whole title thing about you know everything. I see the I see the ending of it. You know the you know how the Friday movies end, uh, cold open, and then seven minutes of, te- of credits. Just zoom on through and tell you, see the story. But a lot of uh, this franchise is fun. Over the years, I have watched this franchise in long settings, whether it be on a marathon on USA or TNT. I think USA. USA did it. Uh, when I found a, a streaming platform or cut the cord, I was able to uh, find it other ways and other means before streaming services. And I was able to check out the entire franchise that way. Because I didn't own a physical media copy of it. And also because I didn't own a physical media copy of the Crystal Lake Memories uh, podcast. Not podcast. Crystal Lake Memories uh, film that came out. The four hour, or is it five hour, even six hour retrospective on the Friday 13th franchise. I highly advise everyone to check that out if you do. It's great. Especially around spooky season. One thing I liked hearing about this, these films is little anecdotes, you know. Uh, my favorite, skipping all that, my favorite uh, characters, the survivor characters that made it through it, other than Tommy Jarvis, he's the goat of it all. But Jenny, Chris, and Pam were great survivor girls. Pam, of course, is because the camp counselor from the new beginning stage. She never faced Jason. She faced Roy. You know Roy, the guy who uh, was the uh, paramedic whose kid, or he didn't know what, he didn't say that was his kid, but his kid was in the uh, rehabilitation center and got hacked by another guy. That's why he snapped. Uh, She faced Roy. And for five, five, five is pretty wild. A porn director directed five. Real talk. And you can definitely tell a porn director directed this. And hearing the stories about what he was saying in these scenes, in the nudity scenes, was kind of, was kind of really disgusting. You know, he's like, uh, in the scene with the, uh, with the girl that is very well endowed, you know who she is if you watch Friday 13th New Beginning. Uh, who's with her boyfriend before scissor time happens. She, uh, oh, by the way, her name was Pamela Voorhees. Real name, Pamela Voorhees. And she uh, is 65 now. Still looks good, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. But uh, he was telling her in the Crystal Lake Memories, she was talking about how the director who they didn't interview, was telling 
her and her her guy to uh, really get into their sex scene, moaning and everything. He was saying shit like "fucker" and all this other shit. And I'm thinking, God damn, this ain't that job, chief. But here you are. But one of the good things about Friday Thirteen that I liked about Friday Thirteen Part Five, uh, they have Dudley from uh, Different Strokes, who's in this. He had a good role. I I liked uh, playing the kid who survived. He played me one brother. Other than the one from two who survived the Friday the Deep movie, and that that's that was rare back in the day, because when watching a film in the '80s and you saw a black character, you were like, "Damn, they gone." So he was one. He was one of the ones that survived. Roger from Night of the Demons and uh, Reggie the Reckless from Friday the Deep New Beginning. They deserve their flowers. I loved this franchise for so long. It's it's great to watch. I see the little bits and pieces of problems that can be problematic in certain parts of it. I did not realize that Kristen Glover's Kristen Glover's character in final chapter got him some. I mean, he was the geek nerd in the film, and he got him some in this. And he got dead because, you know, the rules of Friday 13. He had sex and he had a girlfriend and boom, he got murked. Him downstairs. But Crispin Glover, Crispin Glover, sorry, but you're Crispin Glover uh, was known for his meme of the, when you type his name in and there's a meme of him dancing. That was Crispin Glover. But Glover has He's probably one of my favorite actors uh, over the years because he he picks great roles and even with Friday 13 he brought his own quirkiness to the role and it's very appreciated. The thing about uh, this franchise also that I love is how it grew over the years. I mean, Jason was this hulking tank. Jason went from being this kid who drowned, being this kid who survived drowning, three, spending a lot of time groaning. I mean, there were scenes when he gets stabbed and he groaned. I was like, Jason, I never heard Jason groan. I, I forgot that he actually hurt, that he's actually human. They actually showed him hurting. He was hurt at times. I mean, he groaned it too as well. Four came along and he did his groaning too, but then six came. My favorite, Jason Lives. A film that surpassed the self-humor that you see in horror films before Scream by at least eight to ten years. My favorite line in Jason Lives is from a camp counselor, from a camper who is under the bed because Jason is out of the camp roaming. He looks at his friend and goes, so, what were you going to be when you grew up? The audience died laughing. And that line still kills me every time. Jason lives 
if you don't know, Tommy Jarvis all grown up. And this is my favorite Tommy Jarvis. I mean, Corey Feld, I, I love, I, Corey Feldman is the OG because of what he did with Jason. This is his role in that. He created this. He's the reason why the Tommy Jarvis Jason lives is so awesome. But Tommy Jarvis um, survived, survived the attack from Jason, went on to try and kill Jason. And this movie here, he he accidentally resurrects him. He had a dream about him because rewatching this, I found that they they actually revealed that Tommy kind of created the Jason zombie. I mean, if it wasn't for him opening the grave, lightning would have wouldn't have struck the graveside area or wouldn't have struck the uh, cross thing that he was going to use to try to take out Jason and everything would have been fine Tommy in his own way caused a lot of death in this one and it's kind of fucked up when you think about it and you go damn Were they? Wow. But he wasn't no fool when it came to realizing the error of his ways. And he made sure he was going to take out Jason. And he did. He made Jason stay in the water for at least till eight, for uh, till Lisa seven came along, and then the psychic girl brought him back. And then in eight, when a ship, or not a ship, a boat, happened to disturb him in his slumber. I wish they would have followed up, though, and kept Tommy along. Uh, sort of becoming the uh, doctor on Halloween that's determined to make sure that Jason doesn't come back. I mean, once he went to the water and they chained him to to it, it should have been a no-brainer. They should have found a way to take him out. But somehow, life finds a way for this thing. He he became a zombie Jason. I like zombie Jason more than any other incarnation of of, uh, the Friday Night characters. Zombie Jason didn't think of no fucks. He knew how to fuck people up on sight. And he didn't suffer any fools. Over the years, this franchise, of course, had its hits and misses. But in my opinion, it was always solid. Even Manhattan and the New Blood and the New Child, basically, is a New Blood or New Child or something like that. I think the blood, Psychic Girl or whatever they call it. But uh, the Psych Girl one was okay. It's not my favorite. I like it a little more than, say, Manhattan. Jason Goes to Hell gets a lot of hell because of the storyline and the deviation from it and how it just turns into a body swapping 
body horror rigmarole and Jason live Jason go Jason and Freddy while it wasn't the best script while it wasn't the best interaction you would dream up for Jason and Freddy it was better than Jason goes to hell Jason X is probably my favorite out of those I mentioned because Jason X knew what the knew the assignment they knew this wasn't serious at all Jason was in space and they weren't going to be serious about it and they had some funny moments in this film funny for me funny for horror fans in this film I liked it a lot but uh, I'll continue this diatribe of uh, Jason films for you all I hope you were able to deal with or hear my listen or understand or not understand but tolerate my voice on these things and I hope you're having a great day it's a rainy one here so hopefully that means cooler temps because it's October and it's been getting cool temps and this is F and I'm doing a podcast, y'all. I don't have anything simple. I don't have anything fancy to say in closing. I'm out.